the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Merry Christmas to you guys. I know that Christmas just passed, and many of you may have been spending time with your family and friends. We have so much to be thankful for in this season, and it's such an exciting time that we're living in. As we're approaching the new year, let us prepare our hearts. And before we begin talking about the topic for today, if you guys have not registered for the prophetic gathering of the saints, stop what you're doing, find a moment, and go to our website, www.sogmi.org. Again, that's www.sogmi.org. You need to get registered for this event, the prophetic gathering of the saints. Last year, during this annual conference, the prophetic gathering, God released many words over this nation. And this past year, we've seen so many of them manifest in the political sector, in the business sector, throughout the church, the body of Christ. And God is going to continue to do that even this year. So you do not want to miss it as we're going to hear what God has planned for 2016. And it is a year body of Christ, that is going to be filled with the glory of God, manifestations of blessings, the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence is coming to the body of Christ. As the Bible says, the wealth of the wicked is laid out for the just. Body of Christ, we are entering into that. In fact, we have already begun moving into that realm. So we do not want to miss it. God has so much in store for us, body of Christ. So get excited. Last week, we talked about allowing God to pull you out of your comfort zone and trusting in the God that called you. Because as God called Abraham out of the land that he lived in with his family, Abraham trusted in God. And we talked a little bit about just how God's plan for us and the things that he has for us, it's so much greater and so much more vast than even what we plan for ourselves. As Abraham, Abraham only wanted a son, but that wasn't enough for God. God said to Abraham that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars, and that through him all the nations of the earth would be blessed. His plan for us, body of Christ, is so much greater than anything we could imagine. And if you guys missed that broadcast, you can listen to it online. We have all the most recent broadcasts of the prophetic voice of our time 
online at our website, www.sogmi.org. In addition, we are also on iTunes, so you can download any of our recent broadcasts, put them on your iPod, put them on your phone. So just open iTunes and search The Prophetic Voice of Our Time, and you will find us right there. So if you missed it, check it out on our website. But let's talk about the topic for today. So last week we talked about believing in the God that called you, about getting outside of ourselves, getting outside of the situation that we're in, not thinking about the situation that surrounds us, but instead focusing on the God that called us. And when we do that, then we can move in the miraculous and we can begin to walk into the blessing. Now, God has so much planned for us, the body of Christ, especially as we enter 2016. Manifestations, blessings, overflow of blessings. But as we move into that, we really need to examine our hearts. And we have to think and ask ourselves, going into 2016, can God trust you? Can God trust you? with finances? Can God trust you in a relationship? Can God trust you with anointing? Can God trust you with fame, with favor? Because the Bible says that God will never tempt us more than we can handle. So if by bringing forth the blessings in our lives, if that's going to be a stumbling block for us, God would rather hold those blessings back so that he will not lose us. Because so often what happens is that Christians, they pray to God, they focus on the thing that they want manifest, and they pray to God, they pray to God, they pray to God, they ask their pastor to pray, they ask everyone to pray, pray for me, that this will manifest my life. And then the second that they get that thing that they wanted so much, then they go off and they do their own thing. They forget God. And we can't allow that to happen, not in 2016. And not even this year in 2015. If we lose sight of God, then we've lost sight of the very thing that brought the blessing into our life. So with these things, we need to make it to where the things that we desire are not the things that we expect to fulfill us. Many people struggle and yearn so much to get married, to get in a relationship. And they'll pray for so long, so long, expecting this other person to fulfill them, to complete them. When that's not the way that God intended it to be, because if we need another person to complete them, then that person will become our God. Because whatever is our source, whether it's source of happiness, source of finances, if we allow that to be our main source, that becomes our God. And that's idolatry. And so, regardless of what it is that we're praying for God to manifest, we cannot allow that to take precedence over God. So, going into 2016, we have to, one, examine our hearts, and we have to ask, what is it that holds us back? And there's two things that will hold back the manifestation of blessings in our lives. The number one thing is selfishness, and the number two thing is idolatry. And really, selfishness can be seen as a form of idolatry. Because if you're so focused on yourself, you become your own God. But what happens? So if God calls us to do something, if we're so focused on ourselves, we won't focus on what God is telling us to do. 
and then the sin of idolatry, God will ask us to do something, but it requires us giving up that thing that we held on to. Anything that we hold on to and we don't surrender to God, that means we don't trust God with that thing. Because when we do that, what are we telling God? We're saying, we don't believe that you will take care of this for me. I don't believe that you have my best interest concerning this area, whether it's relationship, whether it's finances. If we don't let God rule in every area of our life, that's putting that, whatever it is, finances, relationships, family members, that's putting those things ahead of God. And body of Christ, that's what's holding us back from the blessing. The greatest commandment, love God with all your heart, with all your mind, and all your soul. That means complete and total surrender to God. Proverbs 3, 5-6 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Now, I want to take you back to this, because that's interesting. So first, we're to trust in the Lord and not lean on our own understanding. We know that, right? We're supposed to trust God, believe in the God that called us. But the second verse, verse 6, In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. That's interesting. So if we surrender ourselves to God, God will work everything out for us. The finances that we've been praying about, relationships, your family members, if we submit to God in all of our ways, he will make the path straight for us. We don't have to work for it, body of Christ. We don't need to bring about our own blessing. What do we have to do? We just have to submit to God, obey God. The problem arises when we don't allow God to work for us, we say, God, I want this now. God, I want this now. And we try to straighten the path out ourselves. That's not what the scripture says. In all of your ways, submit to God, and he will make your path straight. But we're toiling, we're struggling, we're working, trying to make things happen on our own. Trying to bring about the manifestations by ourselves, through our own strength and power. And that's where the problem arises. So let's stop wasting our time thinking, oh God, if I only had this or if I only had that, then I would be happy. Let's stop looking to these things, these manifestations to fulfill us and stop trying to make them happen on our own. God has already promised us the blessing. He's already called us out from the place that we're in. Let's just trust in him in all of our ways so that he can make it happen for us. Jesus even says concerning faith in Mark 11, he says, have faith in God. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for them. Not it will be done by them. It will be done for them. But what are we trying to do? What happens so often? We're trying to pick up the mountain and move it ourselves. Say in the name of Jesus, this is going to happen. And then we try and go make it happen. That's not faith in God. That's faith in ourselves. That's faith in our own ability to make things happen. 
We shouldn't be self-seeking. We shouldn't be trying to bring our promotion about ourselves. We need to obey the Lord, have faith in God, and trust that he has our best interest, because he does. If we look to the story of David, we know as a young boy, David was called and anointed to be king by Samuel, right? We all know the story. But what happens? David begins to serve under Saul, who was king at the time, even though David knew that he was going to replace Saul. He never acted like, well, I'm supposed to be king. He was never whining. He never whined. He never complained. He served Saul humbly, right? But the whole time, David knew that God had already anointed him to be the next king. He was serving the person that he was going to replace. Imagine that, working for somebody that you're supposed to have their job, but that God told you that that job that you're serving under belongs to you. But never once did David try to bring about his own promotion. He allowed God to bring it forth. Even when Saul was trying to kill him, David never once tried to make a move against Saul. In 1 Samuel 24, David was hiding in the mountains because Saul sent people to try and kill him, and he himself had tried to kill him multiple times. So David was hiding in the caves. Saul came into one of the caves to relieve himself, to go to the bathroom, the very cave that David was hiding in. So in 1 Samuel 24, verse 3, it says, He came to the sheep's pen along the way. This is Saul. A cave was there, and Saul went in to relieve himself. David and his men were far back into the cave. The men said, This is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. But David didn't kill Saul there. He spared his life, even though the Lord said to deal with as you wish. Why did David do that? Well, there's a reason why God said, a man after my own heart. Because God left the decision to David, but David decided that he would not move against the man that God rose up. It happens again. Two chapters later, David spares Saul's life, and Saul realizes that, and he says, forgive me, you are a better man than I, and Saul goes on his way. But then Saul gets angry again and goes and tries to kill David again. And the same thing happens in 1 Samuel 26, verse 8 through 11. Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hands. Now let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I won't strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him. Who can lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? As surely as the Lord lives, he said, the Lord himself will strike him, or his time will come and he will die, or he will go into battle and perish. But the Lord forbid that I should lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. See, not once did David make a move against Saul, even though God told him that he was supposed to be in Saul's position. David said the Lord himself will strike him. He knew that God would bring about his own promotion on God's terms, in God's timing. 
But so often we try to push the issue. We try to make things happen of our own strength. And that's where we run into problems. That's where we run into problems because we're trying to make things happen on our own. And that's not the way that we should do things. So let us live according to Proverbs 3, that we would trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. And leaning on our own understanding, that's when we start stepping out of faith. Because what happens when we're leaning on our understanding? We're not trusting God. We're trying to make sense of it in our own mind. Really, it's a thing of control. It's a thing where we have to be the ones in control. We have to be the ones to lead it. But that's not what serving God is about. God is the Lord of all, and he needs to be the Lord of our lives. But that's why we need to make Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, our mantra. And that's why we have to make it something that we live by, that we would trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, lean not on our own understanding. So when God calls us, when God tells us to do something, We need to do it as the Lord says, in the timing that the Lord says, and not try to make sense of it. And then verse 6, in all of our ways, submit to him, and he will make our paths straight. That's what it truly means to have Jesus as the Lord of our lives. It's time we stopped allowing God just to be our Savior So many people are happy to just have Jesus be our Savior. Yes, I'm saved. No, I can go do whatever I want. But that's not where the scripture ends. It says that he is our Lord and Savior. A Lord has rulership over those under him, which means that in everything that we do, we need to be submitted to him. So as we enter this new year, we need to ask ourselves, can God trust us? Can God trust us to submit to his leading? And allow him to bring about the manifestations and the blessings according to his purpose and will. And truth be told, when God manifests the blessings, it's not going to happen the way that we expect them. It's not going to happen in a way that makes sense in earthly wisdom. It'll happen through supernatural means. Because if it happens in a way that we understand, then it's not really a miracle. And where is the glory that God gets out of that? So can God trust us? Can God trust us with the blessing? As the Bible says in Luke 16, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, Who will give you a property of your own? So that position that we're in, guys, whatever position you're in now, whatever job you're working at, that's the thing that God has entrusted to you. If you have not been faithful in what you have now, in the position that you are now, you're not going to be faithful when God gives you the promotion, when God gives you the blessing. We have to prove ourselves trustworthy where we're at now. And if we haven't been faithful now, we need to go before God. We need to go before God, we need to repent, and we need to ask God to show us, to give us strength, and to show us what it is that he needs us to do, so that we can be found trustworthy going into 2016. We need to be found trustworthy. We don't want to miss what God is bringing forth in this new year. In addition to this, any old issues, any old attitudes, problems, heart issues, we need to settle them today. Don't wait 
for the year to end. Don't wait. And once you've settled it, once you've come before God with any of these issues, any of these problems, and we're talking the ones that keep coming back, keep coming back and keep coming back. Once you've dealt with them before God, don't bring it back. We just need to come before God, repent, and allow him to work in our hearts. Allow him to cleanse us. Body of Christ, we have so much to be excited for as we enter in the new year. Let's finish the year out strong. Let's come before God, settle all the issues that need to be settled, any problems, any issues, and let's ask God, God, what can I do to finish this year strong, to finish this year favorably in your sight? It's not too late, but don't wait. Do not wait. I can't stress this enough. Do not wait till the end of the year. We don't want to miss the blessing that God has. Before we go, let me pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up each and every one of these believers, God, and I pray, Lord, that they would see, Lord, that you are the one who will bring forth the blessing, that you are the one who will bring forth the manifestations, the transfer of wealth, the influence and affluence. And I pray, God, that you would open their eyes to the heart issues that each of us have dealt with, Lord, so that we can address them, God, so that we can be pleasing, Lord, in your sight, God. I also speak forth healing, healing of relationships, healing of finances, God. Healing of physical bodies, Lord, in Jesus' name, I come against the spirit of death. I come against illness. I come against viruses, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. And I thank you, God, that you are breathing healing life, Lord, into them, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, God, that you continue to reveal yourself to us each and every day, God, your blessing, your goodness, God. As your goodness is being poured out over your body and over this nation, Lord, I thank you, God, that you are continually good to us and ever-loving, God. I thank you, God, that you continue to remind us, God, that you always have our best interests. I thank you, God, for all these things, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Get registered, brothers and sisters, for the prophetic gathering of the saints. I know I keep saying this, but you don't want to miss this event. Go to our website, www.sogmi.org, and get registered. The year is almost over. We're just a couple days away from the prophetic gathering. You really don't have time to put this off. So if you want to register, registration is $60 per person. It's a banquet. It's formal dress. Dinner will be provided. So go to our website, www.sogmi.org, and get registered today. You, your family members, whoever is you want to bring with you, but make sure to get registered. You don't want to miss this event. Also, give us a call. If you were touched by this message, if you were touched, or if you listen to the radio broadcast regularly, give us a call. We love to hear from you guys, hear from how we are touching the body of Christ and how we are touching the people of God. Call us at 210-396-7891. Again, that's 210-396-7891. Give us a call. Also, visit our Sunday services. We meet every Sunday starting at 10.30 a.m., and we meet every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. We also meet on Wednesday. We have a service and prayer session, and it starts at 7 p.m. every Wednesday. Our facility is located at 8419 Callahan Road, San Antonio, Texas. It's just off Interstate 10 
For more information, you can go to our website, www.sogmi.org. You can also listen to previous broadcasts of this radio show. So if you want to re-listen to an old message or if you missed one, you can get caught up on our website. With all that in mind, the new year just has so much potential and it has so much that I can feel that God is just sitting on the edge of his seat waiting to manifest the blessings for the body, waiting to manifest the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. He's so eager and he wants to bless us, body of Christ, but he needs us to be in position. He needs our hearts to be right. He needs us to be ready to receive it. So let's take a hold of what God has for us. Let's take a hold of what it is that he wants to give us so that we don't miss a thing. We don't want to miss a thing. So let's come before God. Let's ask God, what is it that you want from me? What is it that you need me to do so that I don't miss what you have for me, so that I can be found worthy, so that I can be found faithful with what you have given me, Lord? Don't wait. Do not wait till the 31st. Do not wait for the year to end. As soon as you get the chance, address any issues that you have. Seek after God so that he can bless us. He can bring forth the blessing, his glory, his goodness over all of us. And we can see this nation changed. Amen? Well, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.